0: He always behaves himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Son of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Son of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget a smile. hello everyone welcome to another episode of the sun the smiley podcast we are on episode 30 and this past weekend i spent about four days in portland oregon uh, performing at harvey's comedy club weather was a little rough but you know what? the shows are great um the wife and i we went down together and we went to dave and buster's yeah that's what we do as fully grown adults with a mortgage, is that we go to Dave and Buster's and try to win stuff animals. So we went there, and uh, I'm happy to announce that we added to our family another minion that's shaped like a banana. We already won a giant Pikachu, giant unicorn, and a giant minion, so I don't know why we need another giant minion that's shaped like a banana. But Anyways, we got it. I'm happy about it. Portland's a strange city. I mean, I like it. It's a very progressive town. I mean, you can smoke weed. Nobody cares. It's legal there. You can uh, grow a beard, wear a top hat. Nobody cares. You can just be yourself. But if you pump your own gas, they yell at you. I want to let you know that because that happened to me. Apparently, you can't pump your own gas in Oregon because gas thieves is a priority. I don't know. I just know you can't pump your own gas. Anyways, speaking of Dave and Busters and winning things, I thought today I'd talk about a story where I made a lot of money through selling kid stuff. I'm not talking about clothes. I'm not talking about toys. I'm talking about Yu-Gi-Oh cards. When I was 19 and 20, I used to tutor kids piano. I was a piano teacher. I would go to kids' house and teach them how to play the piano. When I was 16, I received my performance degree from the London College of Music and Piano Performance. So like a true Asian kid, I was really good at piano. And I thought, you know, it'd be good part-time job as a young adult to make some money teaching kids piano. So. When I talk piano, I like to reward my students a little bit just to motivate the behavior so they practice a little more because, you know, nobody likes to practice. I don't like to practice. So it's always good to bring a little something that kids like so they will be a little more motivated to do their homework and practice their pieces. So one thing I found that was motivating was cards. You know, children like Pokemon cards, Digimon cards, Um, and also Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. So I used to go to the stores, buy the booster packs, you know, the the packs that come with seven cards or so, and I would let the kids pick a card at the end of the lesson if they did practice the week before. So I was doing that with a number of kids, and, you know, there's one particular kid I was working with that really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. And every time i take him out, he would go, you know, berserk, He was very motivated to earn these cards your practice. It was great. And one day when we're finishing our lesson, I was showing him the cards. He picked one and he was like, Ed, do you want to see my cards? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take a look at your cards. That's great. Let's see what you got. And he took out a bunch of cards that I didn't recognize. And I didn't recognize them not because, you know, they're not cards or they're something else. They're Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but they're very rare. They're all cards that I have never seen, That there's no way you can get them unless you go to a specialty store or you spend years collecting them. Now, by the way, for those who don't know what Yu-Gi-Oh cards are, Yu-Gi-Oh cards are these battle cards where kids collect, and it's kind of like Pokemon cards. You collect them and you battle each other. Some are more rare than the others. They come in tinfoil um, or glitter, whatever they're called. I don't know. Anyways, they're shiny, and they're worth a lot of money. Because, you know, like baseball cards, anything that you collect, the more rare you are, there's a more market for it. So the kids were taking out these cards that I've never seen before. And I was astounded. I was like, why would you want the cards that I have? And as I looked closer, the cards that he had were all in Chinese. And these were exactly the same graphics, same design, but just the language and the writing on the cards were Chinese. And I knew at that time that Yu-Gi-Oh cards was a Japanese origin. Japanese people had a lot of um, you know, manga, anime about Yu-Gi-Oh! They developed the cards and it kind of trickled its, itself into the North American market so they started making English cards. I knew there was no Chinese Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. So my thoughts were, wow, these are fake. But he had a lot of them. So he was like, Ed, do you want to trade? Do you want to have one? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll take a, you know, one of your cards. Will trade. And knowing that these are not real, I I knew that I wasn't taking away from this kid. I was actually trading a real card with a fake card. So I traded with him. I took one of those cards. I think it's called Obelisk. It's a blue card, Um, it's got this godlike person creature on it. And I was, you know, pretty proud that I was able to motivate a kid to do his work. So I took the card and I went online. Um, At the time, I was pretty active on eBay. You know, as a young adult, you try to hustle and make as much money as you can. So I was selling a few things on eBay, you know, shoes, uh, maybe Lego, you know, the off thing that you can make a few bucks on. And I was looking at Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I realized everybody was selling Japanese and English Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I mean, there's a lot of people buying this stuff and nobody was selling Chinese cards. So I thought, you know what, what if I post my super rare Obelisk Yu-Gi-Oh God card on eBay. Maybe somebody will buy it. Maybe like for a dollar, right? They'll realize, hey, man, these are not legit Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Chinese people don't make Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but I'll buy it for a dollar because, you know, it's kind of cool to have a rare card that may not necessarily be real. So I posted on eBay, thinking nothing of it. Put it on for a seven-day listing, you know, the typical length for eBay auctions. I check back in about seven days. The card was bid at $200. And uh, this time, I was crapping my pants because I was like, I just made $200 US selling a fake card. And, you know, the market for this, there's no competition. So I told my dad immediately. I went to my dad and said, hey, dad, I just made $200 selling this Obelisk Yu-Gi-Oh card, whatever. He did not understand anyways. He just knew I made $200 off a Chinese card. So what he did was he made a few phone calls. He called my uncle in Taiwan And immediately in the week, my uncle shipped over a box with over 4,000 Yu-Gi-Oh cards in there. And they're they're all Chinese cards. They're all rare God cards. And I start posting them online. I will put them one at a time. You know, I got these obelisk, the eagle, whatever you call it, the dragons, everything. I got every single card under the sun just that they're in Chinese, you know. And, you know, to be fair... I didn't tell people they're real cards, I said these are Chinese Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So you know, partially I was playing on the ignorance of white people in North American society because if you can't tell the difference between Japanese and Chinese, well congratulations you just bought it. useless card. But anyways, I was selling these cards, to be honest, at $100, $150 a pop, at 4,000 cards. So I made quite a bit of money, I'm not going to say how much I made. But I made quite a bit of money, but eventually people caught on. I mean, there's other Chinese people in the world, other Asians. They were like, oh, this guy's making tons of money. They popped on and oversaturated the market and it killed it. But anyways, that's my story of winning in life, I guess. Treating life like Dave and Busters and selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards to um, people and making a lot of money. And now thinking back, I may have ruined a few kids dreams by selling them chinese cards but anyways it's a good cultural lesson i guess know your geography japanese people chinese people korean people taiwanese people all different make sure you know who makes what card or else you're gonna buy a fake one anyways if you did buy one of these fake cards from me and you want to yell at me by all means come to a show i'd be more than happy to talk to you about it anyways next weekend um, from June 15th to 17th, I will be at Part of Life Comedy Club in Bellevue, Washington. From June 22nd to 24th, I will be at Mark Reilly's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. And from June 29th to July 1st, I will be at Looney's Comedy Corner in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And from July 6th to 8th, I will be at Yuck Yucks Comedy Club in Abbotsford, British Columbia. If you want any more additional dates, please check out my website at KingEdHill.com. And that's this week's episode. I hope you had a great time. And I hope you didn't buy a fake car from me. But anyways, I'll see you next time at the same time and the same place with a brand new story on being the son of Smiley.